Jim Joyce. <laughs> Come on. We did it. You can we do did it. it. We did it. <laughs> Eugene. Eugene. Eugene B. <laughs> All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Eugene B. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm just paranoid. I was practicing it, actually. I'm paranoid. I'm going to do it wrong. You know. Come on. You're an entrepreneur. There's no such thing as doing anything wrong. It's just... You know, little lovely learning experiences. <laughs> exactly. Speak, speaking of uh, learning experiences, we got tagged by, uh, I think, Justin Massa and Matthew Holt are their learning experiences to be meticulously unproduced in their last health two and two. Minute 726, <laughs> they said they fell apart. <laughs> They're very produced. They're very that, produced. Actually, I great. I'm, I use their podcast to keep, they do a good job keeping tabs on all these deals. What's no, happening? I, I love it. I actually, I think it, it brings the, um, you know, you say it's very produced. I, I mean, yes, there's, there's, there's structured uh, in it, uh, but I, I mean, they're just two fun individuals that bring it to us live or near live, whatever. They've been doing but, it for uh, years. Oh, gosh, I, I did one of the first takeovers, uh, Matthew Holt takeover. That was, uh, I want to say, in Romania for Ice Health or something. So this was years ago. I don't remember. Uh, need, to, uh, need to check in with Lorena. But I did want to touch on, even though we're going to leave the real, real news and dissection, but I just saw something flash uh, through. Um, Amazon Care's medical provider, filed for like 17 more states so i'm actually curious on what that means to our friends at uh crossover health like scott right um right their expansion um and then in they also i just saw like literally it's like one by one um it's amazon care intermountain and ascension launched a hospital at home association of some sort right like just now right um what else? Oh, my old uh, uh, alma mater, which is now Evernorth, but uh, Express Scripts, Medco, <laughs> aka Cigna now. You were Medco that was part of Express Scripts. Which so is I, one. yeah, I joined Medco when it was still part of Merck before the yeah. spinoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, uh, you know, the really early, early days. But um, yeah, but the reason I brought them up, I saw Cigna Evernorth just bought MD Live, right? So this this right. whole game is just happening. Um, and MD Live uh, is that I mean, that seems like a, a mammoth deal, like a mammoth. Uh, I, I actually didn't see if they announced it or not. Uh, the but we'll we'll rely on Matthew and Just to bring it to us. Uh, and I'd be not. I'm surprised that like you know she didn't have the co-founder of MD Live. Maybe she did on uh, on WTF Health. So I got I haven't. I've, I've okay. Been looking at it. So they Look at that. It. See. Um, anyway, speaking of like deals, and um, I was actually like texting him right before, like T minus forty five, T minus ten, because the guy is here, and then he's no longer here, and so I'm gonna welcome in Michael Dillian. Great. Was he calling in Colorado? I don't know. Yeah. I, he could be calling in from a plane, for all we know. Um, but <laughs> right, 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 right. You just never know. Just never know where this guy is. There he is. 
<laughs> for the listeners, we got Michael Dillian on the slopes dancing in front of um, probably Ollie's iPhone. I don't know. That's uh, Sleeping Giant right behind us. That's Sleeping Giant. There you go. It is your backyard, man. Yeah, man. This is your backyard. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Mom, I'll take a bologna and cheese. <laughs> so, Michael, before up, we let guys? you, we'll let you. So, you were doing stretching. You're gonna. Are you? Are you gonna actually like ski with us? Also, I think. I think we might wanna. Well, Not that talented. No, Not, you okay. don't. That that would. Uh, yeah, this is actually lunch break. Multitasking. Okay. Like, <laughs> all right, gonna stop. Gonna you know, have a little chit chat with my besties, Eugene B, Jimbo Bay. <laughs> so what's happening? So, all right, are we talking healthcare? We're we just shooting the the breeze here. But we we gonna get serious. Well, we we want to. No, we don't have to get serious. We always said that you know healthcare okay. is missing some some fun. But um, but we do want you For to sure. introduce yourself to you know our millions and millions of viewers and listeners. And tell us oh, how you ended up on the ski slope. <laughs> <laughs> ah, wow, man. I don't know if your hour-long show's uh, quite, quite going to cut it. Um, let's see. Uh, started out as a non-healthcare entrepreneur, um, moved to Switzerland, um, decided, wow, um, having all this extra cash around is no good, no bueno. Um, so got involved with some healthcare entities in Switzerland. I was the chairman of a bioinformatics company called Gene Bio down in Geneva. God bless the CEO, who's now the CEO of Biopol, uh, big incubator out there. He put up with me for four long years, um, but it was fascinating, right? I mean, I, I'm sitting around going, hang on a minute here. You guys have annotated proteomic libraries that are exclusive to you. And the only people you can sell them to or we can market them to are these big, gigantic companies making, you know, long syllable words like spectrophotometer and Bruker. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, because, you know, health data is special. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. That's, that's funny because I don't remember any other data being that special. Um, and that just kind of got me started. You know, I did. Um, did that and then I was lucky enough to uh, take a stint with uh, Systems X, which is a gigantic, even by anybody's standards, but for Switzerland, billion franc early stage life sciences fund. Um, okay. That was really an eye opener. Uh, I, I think this like is when we met actually, of course, through Health Excel, Health Excel, but I think this is when we met because I was trying to sell you some services of sales, um, soft surf at the time. <laughs> So, you know, say that we, really just... quick five times. Oh, soft, gosh, soft, soft, no. soft, soft. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> ice cream, ice cream, yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> exactly. I did, you know, seems like an old joke. So I didn't yeah. pull it out. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's exactly when we met, dude. Um, and I had just been uh, introduced to the nice people from Vital Connect, which is how I think made my splash on the Health Excel stage. I So part of uh, Systems X was a lot of early stage wearable sensor ideas. Um, I just thought, wow, this is pretty cool, right? I mean, super naive about all these other things that we'll probably talk about, like, you know, who will pay for it? Why, do, how does it fit in the care continuum? Um, you know, 
how difficult will it be to actually make one of these so it works and has efficacy? But, you know, back then I was like, oh, yeah, right. You have a gadget and then poof, you put it on a patient. Everybody loves it. Right. And uh, and so I ended up joining Vital Connect. Um, and, uh, you know, that was the, the, the beginning of the EKG patch thing. Um, prior to, actually, prior to all this, I'd done some angel investing in just pure tech companies. But I was also really interested in seeing where there were existing dormant, if you will, technologies in um and healthcare and, and sort of taking what I'd done in the past and bridging that over, uh, given that I at the time didn't know diddly squat about the realities of healthcare. I, I actually, myself and a good friend of mine who was a former partner at Cooley, um, uh, Rich Frank, I'll give him a shout out, awesome guy. Uh, we, we, we paid some designers, some software designers at Ateha to come up with this, and this will be somewhat interesting, this Twitter, this Twitter interface for doctors and clinicians, uh, or sorry, doctors and clinicians. Yeah, those two groups, um, clinicians and patients. Right. And we call it, we, we service marked Healthomatic. If you search my name, you'll see it out there. And we started shopping this around. And back then, back in 20, you know, 14, 15, everybody was like, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. No way. Real-time interface. So, so it, was, it was a real circuitous path, if you will. And then Vital Connect um, was my springboard, like I said, to Health Excel. And I was like, who's this Jim character, man? He's hilarious. Um, and I think it's we all jokes. like... It's the jokes. Dude, he's just... <laughs> but I mean, I mean, on the Vital Connect stage, I, I remember this to this day, like you, you were on stage with one of the patches on your chest and you had the live... You know, and I still I can't believe it was actually live. You had the live signals going up to the uh, the presentation, and then your mother-in-law called, and your numbers spiked <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> it was the best presentation. I, you know, our our good friend Marty Kelly came up to me. Um, I don't know a, a year or so after that, and he said, "Come on, you know, tell me the truth. Did you stage that?" And I said. Man, it would be genius if I did, but no, it was perfect. It was perfect. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the crazy, crazy days of uh, early stage wearables and so on and so forth. So, yeah. And what happened? Uh, what, did, what happened with Vital Connect? Like, um, where, where? They're still yeah, around. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah. They. Uh, so, I'm working with one of the co-founders of Vital Connect on. On a new, uh, on a semi-stealth project, I think both of you have heard about about it independently, but uh, they're still around. In fact, they finally, and this is just an ode to the entire. Wait, world let's do a of, big reveal off of the ski slope on on the shot. <laughs> Come out of stealth. Come on, no. Don't even, Eugene. I, I'm, I'm I mean, tempting you. I you gotta, know. I know. We, we're dating. We're dating right now. We're going to start that out, and then we'll move into some more discussions about the nuptials. So, I. I, I remember having this epiphany with Vital Connect, um, and it was something like this. Wow, um, this thing's never going to get to market all by itself without, and I'll, I'll, I'll put this gently for your listeners, a shed ton more money. Um, and it doesn't even seem like there'd be uh, an opportunity to ever make that money back in any reasonable format. And right. that's, I think that's just a, Back in those days, you know, it was like, oh, you got a cool thing. Wow, you could measure EKG um, and you could do everything okay. 
right. what, what was missing is you couldn't do the thing that you got paid for. And there was like weird stuff. Like I remember presenting at the European Society of Cardiologists in London and thinking to myself, I get up on stage, or, you know, we do the little rat-a-tat-tat that we do, you know, the, the shirt reveal, um, all of that. And after I get off the stage, I had like a line of cardiologists to, to, that wanted to talk to me. And I thought, oh, great, this is awesome. They've got some really interesting use cases. This is going to be super. Almost all of them, to a person, what they said to me was, uh, one, I think you're promoting some sort of dangerous uh, behavior here because, okay. you know, you do need multi-lead EKGs to, to really determine if somebody has an arrhythmia. Okay, yeah. fair enough. I'm not a clinician. But the more interesting part was then they were like, and well, I don't like the idea that a GP could, you know, I could get out of the referral uh, business from the, my GPs. I'm like, oh, Fo right. Follow the money. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. So that was interesting, right? It was like, oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. You really, it's not the, it's not so much the, the technology you're not super keen on. It's the fact that just like everybody else, I mean, you know, it doesn't sound like it's going to be, you got to have a benefit to everybody in the puzzle. Otherwise, um, sounds good. It's still uh, magic. It's, it's, hard to make it. it's still magic, isn't it? Oh, dude. <laughs> it's, like, you know, the guys that, Steve uh, Zadig, one of the founders that I'm, I'm working with, I'm like, like, were you just, and, and it, so he's done like three semiconductor companies and, you know, the kind of thing that they did, and it was Steve and a lot of people, the kind of thing they did was pretty crazy. But I just said, so you guys were just sitting around and we we're like, hey, I wonder if we could, you know, measure the eight megahertz electrical signal that comes out of the body and filter out all the noise for um, somebody's, you know, the, what's the, the actual cardiac activity is. Like, yeah. kudos to you guys, man. I mean, really. And then we'll make a Band-Aid out of it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, so, so I have a very, very important question. What do you have in your bottle? Is it <laughs> like, I'm just actually curious. I, I'm not trying to change the topic. I just all of a sudden got curious because my, my version of skiing is a little flask with a, you know, with a tube. So, and are you measuring your EKG uh, as you, as you ski? As I'm talking to you guys, it's off the charts because I'm, I'm super excited to be you know, talking we, about I, you. I have to say, we were nervous that you would be on time. Uh, that's why <laughs> you, I've, I've, I've sent you the multiple T minus 45, <laughs> T minus 12. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, no. I, I got the, I got the, you know, when people say friendly reminder, it's not really a friendly reminder, right? It's just <laughs> it's like, like, you gotta, dude, you better be there. Please, please show up. Of course. No way. I'm no convinced. way. You're definitely intermittent fasting with all the water consumption there. Like that's, that is that what you're doing? Dude. How did you nail that? I mean, for real, I am. It is yeah. absolutely 100% intermittent <laughs> fasting. I, I hate to, you know, break down my image. It's water, uh, you know. I'm, it, I'm it, intermittently it, drinking every Wednesday. Right, this is our <laughs> <laughs> I, This could be, uh, I'll pretend it's vodka, man. You know, all right, just all right, keep, fair enough. keeping it real, yeah. keeping it real. So, so uh, Eugene, I don't know where you want to take the conversation with the, the brilliant uh, Mike Dillion here, but we got to talk deal making here. Like, like as a, like the ultimate deal maker, um, like what's going on oh in health space right now, man? Like what's, what's your read? How are you feeling? Like you're, and, 
And can I tack on to that question? Just, you know, yeah. because I feel like Michael Dillian has been disenfranchised, disappointed with the digital health scene. And we kind of stopped hearing from you about the next big thing. And so I, I miss you personally. I don't know, you know, hence we're talking. So <laughs> it's a combo question. Deals combo and question. your personal feelings about this digital health thing. I like it. Go. Right, man. That's a lot to tackle. And, and um, I'll just sit back and relax. I'll, I'll just let me, let me start with the first part. I miss you guys too, man. I, I cannot wait to get together in Dublin and hang out with people in person that I really respect for their, their entrepreneurialness, if that's a word, their clear minded view of what's happening in healthcare and just the general fun as hell factor. Um, so I, I miss you guys big time. Now, one of the actual right. uh, questions, uh, I'd, I'd get a little sentimental there. Um, you know, <laughs> let me start with the deal thing. Cause I, I think it's an interesting bit. Well, first of all, like what the F on, on this whole SPAC thing, right? Like right. Uh, Clover. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, I know what we're going to do. It, it, we'll just raise a shit ton more money. And then, Everything will be awesome. So I, 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 I think it's great if you're uh, an early investor and you want to liquidate. Um, but I'm. It, it seems to me that's usually the canary in a coal mine. When because SPACs were around way back in the day. I remember you know when I first got to Switzerland in 2003, 2004, going to these investor clubs and you know meeting you know Hans and and Tom who happened to be experts in, in making leather gloves. And we were just going to give them money and they were going to start a leather glove company. Did you just make um, the, no, those names up? <laughs> or was it really Hans I, and Tom? <laughs> it probably wasn't Tom. It was probably, it was probably, probably Toma, Hans Tomas, and Tomas, 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 Tomas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to be, I wanted to be, you know, sensitive, interculturally okay. sensitive. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, you know, I'm very PC as you know. So the, um, and I appreciate no laughter after that. That's really good. You guys are keeping a, <laughs> keeping a straight face. Um, so, so as far as deal making goes, that, that is definitely a canary in a coal mine, at least for me. But I do think there's two areas where um, there's just going to be a, a ton of growth. One of them, and, and I know both of you guys will be excited to hear this. I, I mean, digital therapeutics, whatever. Can we drop the digital thing? But I know it's, it's important because it's an investor profile check mark. But telemedicine, regardless of COVID, COVID definitely accelerated it, blah, 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 is getting, is going places. And it's going places not because of COVID. It's going places because of people like Amy Abernathy at the FDA and others who are like, um, who are, are taking a, like a really serious look at all these policies, you know, like, wow, holy crap. Now all of a sudden there's a new program where, you know, if you are deemed breakthrough, which by the way, is going to, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of consultancies that'll help you be breakthrough. You can get up to four years of reimbursement without having to go all the CPT pain. There's interoperability discussions. There's um, just a lot of smoothing the path around telehealth, telemonitoring, remote monitoring, whatever you want to call it. For me, that was a huge expense. It was a huge issue in terms of the rate of return of one's investment. It's why investors have stayed on the outside. It's like, okay, cool. How long? Uh, here's, here's your euro or your dollar or whatever. How long before I get that back? 
Uh, well, um, on a good day, uh, maybe seven years. On a bad day, who knows? That, that which, gets shortened. That's really exciting for me. Which, which, by the way, I mean, I'm just curious because timing is everything, right? I mean, talk about, uh, you know, remote monitoring codes and all of that. Just, you know, your time at Vital Connect, where you were just trying to, you know, figure out what and how. Um, and now it's, you know, remote monitoring is actually almost the only way to get paid for uh, some of those services, right? On reviewing data, right? Right. Not directly. Right. So. The CPT 99.xxxx, whatever code is, is, and it's all that unbundling has really, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I think uh, Vital Connect is, is, is on a, is on the road to reimbursement or it's already happened. Um, and so non, other things like that. So you said non-molecular therapeutics. Notice I changed, changed it around. Um, and um, tell us. We didn't say small or large molecule yet. You yeah, know, ir irrelevant. It depends on, you know, do you have a 17 uh, inch screen or, uh, or a 53, but, you know, Ooh, now, now we got screen envy going on. All right. Yeah, cool. exactly. Uh, um, yeah. And so, and then, and then the second part is the virtual services piece space. space. Yeah. The, the, so, so I'm going to switch gears completely and, and say the other, the two, the two things I think have a lot of opportunity and have a lot of road in front of them. And I'm, like I said, I'm leaving insurance out. I, I'm really fascinated by insurance. I'm, I've been in and out of that space a little bit over the last year or so, but it's this idea of the operations piece, the clinical operations side of thing, the lab operations. Um, you know, if you're a biotech firm and you're springing up and you're, you're, you're excited about the opportunity to uh, quickly get your functional molecule to something interesting, speaking of molecules, the typical wet lab in the past has not been what you'd call a uh, optimized environment. It was very like, say the word operational and say strategic in the same sentence and, and get, you know, a lot of weird looks. I think that space is really taken off around workflows, around monitoring everything around, um, you know, I know where you're going with somewhat, this. I know yeah. where you're going with this. <laughs> There's a reason. It's all, it's all very elemental. Oh gosh. He's a shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right on. So, so there's, there's a, there's, a, I think those are interesting to me. There are other spaces yeah. around, you know, the, like I said, uh, he's brilliant. I, I, anyway. He's, yeah, he's awesome. Know. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But, but, okay, awesome. so I want to throw the um the bull the bull argument at you, right? Like I was I was actually talking to our our joint buddy Martin Kelly today, you know, we're, and uh, there was an Irish company that just got acquired this morning in a technology space. Um, you know, 20 times. Sales. Is that Connor? Yeah, no, not Connor. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not, but, he's like, not damn. Yeah. but just got acquired today. So it was a big, it was a big, it was a big deal for us little Irish companies. But the, um, but here's the bull argument, right? The migration, this isn't a dot-com situation because the level of rigor and, you know, we'll say acumen to bring health technology companies to the market is just fundamentally different than anything else. The, the selection process, you know, this isn't pet food, you know, this isn't, you know, slow modem dial up, like the infrastructure is coming to play. Health is so central. 
the cost of cash, you know, so, so cash is, is, is available, you know, That's low true. cost, you know, why not migrate it, you know, through, you know, more progressive vehicles like these SPAC vehicles, why not migrate it and force this whole transition of healthcare? Like, are we on like a, you know, 30, 40 year trajectory to modernizing healthcare? You know, like that's the bull. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't uh, argue with Marty because, you know, he's a venture capitalist and they're always right. Um, you know, they're, they've got the, they've got it all figured out, but I would, let me give you guys a soundbite and I can't say who said this, but it really threw me for a loop, you know, because I, again, I saw the whole SPAC craze uh, outside of healthcare and it, um, it ended up being uh, more like bowl shaped than bell shaped. And I, I, so a bank that you both would know. Uh, that narrows it down. You, well, on the West coast, uh, and a person that deals with debt and, and is really involved in the life sciences space said to me, point blank, I think SPACs are illegal. I'm like, wow. Okay. So wow. I get why a bank would want to say that because um, <laughs> right. you're cutting into their business, but that's pretty strong. Them, them are pretty strong words uh, to be at. So I, I are, hope. Aren't banks involved? I mean, I just, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I just saw Deutsche Bank maybe a month ago issued there's a healthy pipeline of SPACs in Europe. And, you know, I'm sure. So, you know, there's still a piece, but I get, I get, I, I, you know, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I hope. So, so if I'm wrong, it's a good thing. Uh, You know, it's, it's absolutely more money in this space is going to drive the kinds of people and ideas that have been sitting on the sidelines for forever. I mean, you know, you can't, you can't hope to change all these big conference discussions about, oh, when are we going to finally get healthcare to be fully interoperable? Right. Uh, uh, When the market takes us there and you you need money to do that. You know, I, I I just want to add, like, I, I, I'm actually on one side, I'm, bullish on it because of where digital health is, um, because right. it does take money to consolidate, right? I mean, if you think about it, entrepreneur has been good focus on a particular therapeutic area, right? Now it's just right. not enough. And right. the argue, the counter argument is, well, if you're, you know, if you're doing well from an AR outcomes, all of that, why not just IPO? But I think that's right. pretty sequential, right? IPO, then go for acquisitions, where here you're pulling assets together and you're able to do that in one shot, right? So right. It's, it's just a different approach. Like, do you come out of the gate with this? Right. You know, again, I'll use the up, up, up health example, yeah. right? Jamie right. and team. Um, yeah. Or you do it sequentially. So, yeah, legit companies coming up with a theory, kind of, you know, knitting themselves together. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's one of these things where the, where the argument feels like it's going to be like some of them are going to nail it and build businesses yeah. and some of them are not, you know, yeah. and yeah. it kind of risk capital going at it, right? Like this isn't, it has to be risk capital. It's not, you know, this isn't widows and orphans, right? Just as like long as they don't else. throw the baby out with the bathwater, you know what I mean? You know, right. so right. It, you know, it, there's always the roll up that's full of uh, polishing of feces type, you know, entities. And yeah. um, 
I'm, I'm trying to keep PG rated for the kids. I, I was, uh, I, I was going to say, you know, I don't yeah. know. You're talking about gut health consolidation or <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. yes. Yeah. Biome, the, the biome smack. Question. Here's yeah. my next question. So, okay. So you've been an you, you, entrepreneur on the tech side, you've done the investment, you've done a mixture of the two, you know, is Michael Dillian 70% investor, 30% entrepreneur. 70% I mean, entrepreneur, 30% investor. Where do you see, how's that, how's that moving for you? Man, you guys are good. Um, I, you know, I had to skip the therapist and just come straight to you guys when I have something going on. <laughs> it, 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 that's hence the name. Hence the name. I, shot well, I feel like I, I definitely selected the wrong beverage for sure. Uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact I've got, you know, five more calls today. So um, that's an awesome question. And, and it's one that I just, why I took a, took some time off. One COVID happened and I, uh, I really wanted to make sure my, my family and, you know, the people that I cared about, uh, were all in the, you know, a good place, a safe place. My mom has, uh, early stage COPD. So, um, but fortunately everything worked out well for us, but it didn't work out well for a lot of other people. And yeah. I just felt like yammering about something that I didn't have, wouldn't have any I'm not a virologist, epidemiologist, hearing about something that I, one, didn't have any impact on, and two, had very little hard data to even make a, an opinion about, wasn't going to help anybody. And during that process, I thought about what's going, you know, let's, I love it, you guys. The reason I, this is my first podcast uh, in a while, or any kind of discussion in a while, and the reason I really like you guys, besides the fact that you're fun and blah, 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 was the thing I said earlier about the fact that you're entrepreneurs. And I think as an entrepreneur, you have an exit and then you think some, hey, I'm going to go do investing and I'm going to put a little bit of here, you know, 25 grand here, 50 grand here, 10 grand here, whatever it is. And, and, and then I don't know what else you do after that. You go tenure garden, something along those lines. But most <laughs> you entrepreneurs, build you, build yeah, yeah, you just, you it is, it is a problem. Um, you know, I tried retiring <laughs> an, a couple of times. An addiction of sorts? I would, I would definitely classify it full on as an addiction. So <laughs> when I did angel investing, what I found out was um, I was a total pain in the ass to the people, to the entrepreneurs, because I'm an operator. I like, I like getting in. I like building. I like being part of seeing something grow. That is definitely 100% my personality. So a long-winded answer to your question, Jim, is um, I'm probably 98% entrepreneur and 2% uh, who knows. <laughs> Pie chart of whatever I have in the remaining hour or two of my week. But I, I really, I've always wanted to be involved in healthcare. Um, and that's why I, I ended up taking that role at Gene Bio in the beginning, a guy that was running a big fund in, um, in Switzerland said, you know, talk me into it, if you will. Um, but it's not just healthcare. It's because healthcare is so damn complicated. If you like a challenge as an entrepreneur, and this is, I'm going to, I'm going to kick myself for saying this, but if you really like the most difficult of all businesses to try to stand up is anything in healthcare. I don't care what it is, med device, software, right. data-driven, you know, intermediary. It's, right. it's, it's phenomenal. And I'm not patting myself on the back because boy, I've had a lot of very hard one lessons about what not to do. 
but I just think that it, it attracts people. And I hope it'll continue to attract people that have entrepreneurial backgrounds and skill sets and drive because that's how this whole thing's going to really take off. Plus, yes, cheap money is, is good stuff. It's, good stuff. It, it's, it's, I mean, it's cheap money, but again, I think there are so many pieces of tech has that, that advanced and, and this is the tech side of it to assemble solutions. Um, and then smart, you know, everything from business people to clinical people to put that together on the front end to actually understand the human being's experience. Right. And again, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pimp out our favorite health beacon. Right. I mean, it's a beautifully designed device that doesn't even feel like a device. Right. Uh, so it's like, okay, you know, and I mean, it took time, right. Remember when we were talking around the pool? I, I love to say this, by the way. In was it Mumbai, Jim? Mumbai, it was Mumbai. We yeah, were reminiscing about this somehow, and I wasn't. I mean, this sounds in, Indiana Jones, right? Like, yeah, you remember back in the day when we were talking on the pool in Mumbai. This is, and I, this is pre the uh, Indian wedding crashing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's enough of that. I, can, I just, I was just waiting for like a big ass snowball or avalanche <laughs> coming down from you oh. know, like, and and Michael no. running. Yeah, um, I remember the conversation. It was a big. It was a big it, conversation. It was. It was a big conversation, and and one is. I'm, I mean, what I found is I love to team up with other entrepreneurs. This thing I'm doing now, the thing I'm, all the things I'm doing. I love to. It, it's. It's just. It's very. It's super energizing. I'm. I'm definitely have done my solo thing, and it's just not as much fun or interesting. But dude, you were you were laying it down hard around what you wanted Health Beacon to be. Um, and the thing that you said to backstop Eugene's that, and it's one of my five top tips for new med tech entrepreneurs is focus on the freaking UX, you know, right. make the UX, you know, everybody's so focused on efficacy in the beginning. And I'm not saying that's obviously yeah. that's to be yeah. clinically relevant, but for Christ's sakes, you know, don't make it something where it takes three people in a soundproof room with hazmat suits on to work and and don't make it look like that and it, and what comes out a lot of times out of you know the the labs is um a um sorry is is something that hasn't seen the light of day with a clinician or, or a patient so yeah you guys nailed it so, kudos so, and so you said top five though um give us at least one or two more right okay you, but you i just... i before i forget because because i don't yeah. want to eugene we gotta i gotta the whole health coach thing, I don't know where that went with that crazy guy that contacted me, but uh, maybe it went someplace positive. No. Uh, but I love what you're doing with that, man, because that's the other side of this in, in, in the whole health monitoring bit. Wellness has been like the, the third rail that nobody wants to touch. Why? Because no one understands how to tackle it. And I love how you tackle it by, it's like the, it's like the Amway of, of healthcare. You're going to kill it because instead of trying to convince um, the patient, you're giving healthcare providers um, the tools, we're not, which we're they not did even, not we're have. Not, we're not even calling patients, right? These are individuals yeah. that want to become the better version of themselves. And there's Dude, a, it's brilliant. Is the army of health coaches that's a relatively new profession that came into the light to help that through. So. Yeah, I that's, love that. 
I love it. I love the idea that you take these kind of like, that's what's all over healthcare is these like these kind of, we'll say kind of underutilized resources and people. And it's such a hierarchical system, you know, in there of like, you know, you have the, the clinician or the professor and then, you, yeah. you know, you move through the clinical system and everyone has their role and they're kind of choreographed into that role. And in some ways it can produce phenomenal results, right? Like, you know, you know, people knowing what their role is and how they're playing can be like a, like a sports team you're going in and they're operating on you and you need people to know what they're doing. But this idea of bringing that, bringing in this, like, you know, kind of utility player, this passionate person that says, you know, I'm going to reach the person in the home. I, I you know, I love it. You know, yeah. the, the yeah, you, part, I just, I just, critical. I just published a, a blog on, on your coach health. Um, it's around sort of the intersection of digital and yeah, digital therapeutics and non-molecular therapeutics and health coaching. And the way we started it off the, the, the blog is that, you know, the word wellness, the healthcare system never wanted to touch that with a 10 foot pole. Right. Because that always sounded kooky, right? Like, right. And, right. and there is validity now there's science behind it. And so the two worlds are actually merging and the realization of, the fact, I mean, look, we, we've seen all of this um, multi-therapeutic businesses merging under one umbrella. We're saying, okay, well, that's equivalent of a holistic way to look at a human being, right? So yes. right, we can yes. make a whole episode I mean, on this, man. Yeah, it's all, if it does, look, if it doesn't get solved for, all you're going to wind up doing is selling to sick people. Right, right. Yeah, and I'm sorry, that's not a big enough and a smart enough approach to. Um, I totally missed you know, it. Where, where are we selling it to? Sick people. If if, if you can't, yeah, yeah. If you can't, yeah. if you can't solve for wellness, if I, I mean, I think you're going to have something that'll look back in a couple of years, and and it's going to be phenomenal, right? Because you're teaching people, as Jim said, that are quote unquote have traditionally been lower on the rung in terms of the hierarchy and and healthcare uh, and healthcare giving, but have a whole lot more exposure to patients, um, how to approach it in a structured manner. You're giving them structure and, and giving them a, a, some credo as they should have. And, right, and, so and that's it, right? I mean, like, let's stop, let's stop going after, oh gosh, great. Um, our, our target audience, I'm talking like a, a med device entrepreneurs, where are the sickest people we can find? Oh gosh, those people are like near, they're acutely ill. Perfect. That's where we'll sell sell to because that's how the healthcare system is set up from a reimbursement. So my, and Michael, I'm, I'm adding, you know, to your predictions list, you know, the non-molecular therapeutics, uh, the tele everything, <laughs> the um, augmented labs uh, and workflows uh, plus health coaching. Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right. We got to cover. We got to cover skiing. We're going to cover skiing. Oh, oh, I thought you want me to do my five tips and then, you know, yeah. yeah. You can do your five tips. Click into my skis and ski out. Let's do the five tips. All right. I'm going to, I think you guys have given me the uh, impetus. I'm going to, I'm going to write something down. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to do it. I'm not. On the snow as a snow angel or. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Look, Ma, look, I have wings. Uh, (laughs) I think I might have to do a, a, a gosh, don't hold me to it. Maybe, maybe edit this out of blog, but we'll see what happens. But There's first no of editing, all, dude. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Darn. Oh man. But we, we won't that. hold you to it. This is, this is, okay. this is, you know, you know, we, we, we got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> 
Rewind. Yeah, blah, 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 whatever that means. <laughs> um, okay, first of all, I think, you know, the, the number one bit, and I've already covered one of these, but it's this idea of use case before algorithm. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing the EIT health thing. I'm a reviewer for those guys. I see, mm -hmm. a fair, like you guys probably do, I see a fair amount of proposals and things. And it all starts out with, oh, yeah, we, we're collecting longitudinal data. Uh, okay, awesome. And, and we've got AI associated with longitudinal data. Okay, that's awesome as well. Who are you focused on here? Um, and, and why do they care? And if the only people nodding their heads are you guys, then it doesn't matter if you've got AI. I mean, the use case for my stealth thing, I'll say, was discovered, I discovered it on a Scotch trip in Scotland two years ago. Um, yeah, there, there's Scotch is, is in there. The second, the second thing I think, or the number two tip for keeping track here is, you know, you got to walk the talk. Um, and this gets back to, you know, a lot of what's going on right now. And I, I, I feel great about this is, you know, more clinicians involved in startups. Something that happen, happens in medical school, one of my doctor buddies uh, who used to be a higher up at Optum was like, dude, everything they teach you in doctor school has nothing to do with doctor school. But what, what am I like, third grade? Medical school, doctoring school, you know, doctoring. You got to do doctoring. Like doctor school. Um, doctor school. Um, so it, it, it is, you know, the complete opposite of what you need as an entrepreneur take risks you know right. um be be very focused outside of you know your current environment so anyways um it's it's got to walk the talk uh and i fell backwards into that fortunately i mean i don't know how many thousands of hours i spent walking around in hospitals and every single one of them uk us australia thailand china india um i saw something new and i got an epiphany and i thought i've only and I'm not doing this every day. I mean, what it must be like to do that and how important that is to do that, I think is, is really key. And then the thing I already mentioned, the third thing again is, you know, this idea that just have a good looking thing, try that on for size, ask people about it. You know, this whole thing about efficacy is, is just maddening because let's face it, Yes, efficacy is important. If it doesn't do what it's saying, you're going to do your sunk anyways. But more importantly, if you spend all that time getting effic efficacy together and you haven't talked to somebody that does design and nobody right. wants to use your thing, you wasted two years on the, on the clinical trials. The um, and then, trial. you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it, it, it's crazy how many times I, I, I read through a pitch and it's like, dude, I, I, I don't want to see another graph on, on all of your data collected because I'm looking at the thing and it looks like, you know, you're strapping a refrigerator on your back. Uh, not going to work. <laughs> Trust me. So, I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm not being too, too far out there. Um, and then, I mean, really, we could talk sidebar some of the funny proposals I've seen. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's more along the, the look and feel. I, I always say, you know, just network a lot, master a little. You know, you can't cover, like we've been talking about this whole whole podcast, but you can't, you can't be a master at everything in healthcare. It's that, it's like, it's like the Chinese go, you know, if I don't know if you play it, you guys play that, but it's, it's just like, you got multiple chess games going on at one time. So figure out your thing that you're good at quality, um, you know, healthcare, economics, um, commercializing, uh, the clinical side of things, compliance, whatever your thing is, get good at a couple of those and then have a great network of people like you two to, 
uh, you know, ask a bunch of favors for when you're early on trying to figure out, you know, what you, if what you've got really makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just, I, I just feel like that's, that's key. And then I guess finally is, and it took me a while to figure this out because I really had a little bit of the imposter syndrome in the beginning. You know, I had, I had a fair bit of money to spread around, but I hadn't spent any time in hospitals, you know, 10 years ago. I didn't spend any time in hospitals. I'm, I'm walking around going, gee, I, I really don't know who or what to connect with. Oh, you're a famous physician. Oh, I, I should connect with you. And I just, it's, it's don't work with jerks. Life's too short. Um, it's all sounds very cliched. And the corollary of that is if you work with friends, know thyself, you know, and I don't think it's a big surprise, but I'm a little hyper competitive. Um, <laughs> I have and, no idea. You know, I know. I know. Well, that's Shocker. the big reveal. I'm hyper competitive. So, I know. I know. So it's, it, it's, it's important and I, that um, everybody is transparent as a team about themselves. That's what happens when you get over the age of 50. I know you guys don't know anything about it being in your early thirties, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit of self-awareness and it, and unfortunately it doesn't come as an avalanche, at least in my case, it came in little dribbles, but just learning that every, it takes a, it takes a group of people with all their skill sets and a lot of awareness about each other uh, to, to get there. So anyways, that's, that's five. And then I'll tell you real quick about spectral flow if you care about it. Yeah. Well, do back. it. Can you do it okay. in what, 67 seconds? Yeah, man. <laughs> non in, not, wait, I'm going to wait until there's like 10 left just to make it fun. Um, Non-invasive device, potentially wearable for detecting fluid variation in limbs currently. First use case, breast cancer related lymphedema, kicking off our clinical trial any day now. Just finished up our, uh, we got a US patent granted. Um, you don't have to put that, that dumb little pending thing in any of your decks. And the idea obviously is moving forward is you know once we get enough data and, and uh, feel out the patient compliance piece and feel out where, where where clinicians and patients want this to go is, is moving farther afield from breast cancer. But breast cancer right now, it's, it's awful, right? I mean, you find yeah. out you have breast cancer, you're going for your pre-surgical consult. That's super scary. And then um, you ask the, your breast uh, uh, surgery, uh, surgery, Whew. surgeon, surgeon. I'm getting a little nervous about the time left. Um, hey, you know, what about this lymphedema thing that happened to my, my mom, my, my, right. my sister, my neighbor? And they say, yeah, yeah, but there's, you know, that's something to worry about, but we don't really have anything to, to, to help you deal with that. This is the idea here is we're doing early stage and we're, we're, we want to detect it before it started destroying vascular fluid. And in that way, you can reverse it. Of course, in the med device world, I would, I was going to say, I'd never say that publicly, I already did, but where <laughs> we would sell it as a screening tool, not, not particularly diagnostic. Right. So that's it. That's the pitch. Which, which by it. the way, I mean, we did, really didn't have a 67 second limit, but oh. <laughs> but you did great. Right, right. Since we're not on video. <laughs> that's a first. Yeah. That is, we, we had a couple was, of firsts in this just episode. So the, just so the that's listeners sure. know, I was, I was just, I was giving these guys, I, you're number one. Right. You're number yes, one. exactly. Yeah. Number one. Number so, one. Yeah. Two awesome friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't even know how to 
end this one. Yeah. So I think we're gonna cover. We're gonna cover skis. Should I get on my skis? Yeah. Just yeah. ski, ski away. <laughs> I think that's perfect. I think, I think that perfect. would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. So we'll like we got a little music playing <laughs> in the background. As I want trumpet of the swans. Entrepreneur. It's a, where where are you? Top of the mountain, middle of the mountain? What's going on? What oh. country are you in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> what country are you in? Um I I as far as I know, Jimbo, I'm in the United States, but you know it does it does appear the signs are, are, are written in, in a funny language. It could be it could be that bottle of water I just drank. Um right. the lack of food. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my intermittent fasting. So, <laughs> all right. So I will clip in. Um, yep. Thanks, guys, for inviting me on. I really, I love you both. I'm, um, I really respect you guys. I mean, in all seriousness, I, I, I just, I, I think, I, I, so I listened to a few shows and I'm like, wow, this, I, I knew it was going to be different with you two guys, given the, you know, MC in the thing. <laughs> but the but the thing I I, I I told Eugene this all the time, he's probably like, oh geez, here we go. But we want to get stuff done in this business. And my whatever you want to call me, deal maker, uh, entrepreneur kind of guy, we gotta be real. You gotta be real. You know, we've been through all that hype and nonsense, and you know, look, I made an app and and you know, it's really cool, and you're gonna love the 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 colors on it too, you know, paying attention to what, what moves the needle. And you guys are like the epitome of that, you know? So it's a, it's an honor to hang out with you virtually awesome. over a phone at the top of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's it. I like you it. Know, I like it. You well, gotta be well, real. That's it. That's gotta it. Gotta be real. Like, that's the, no, that's the key. No more real than this. Like this is. Yep. <laughs> Every, everybody's got faults. I have a uh, fair Mr. number of them, but, but it's, it's just getting, getting to it. So, all right, man. Awesome. Honor and a pleasure. Honor same, and a pleasure. Same. <laughs> Gentlemen, be good. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Cheerios. Cheerios, Cheerios man. <laughs>